0: Hi there. Today you're listening to Fruit Pursuit with Mary Aldrich. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Join me as I share some practical applications of the fruit of the Spirit. Here is where you can learn tools to cultivate things like love when you find your son sitting in paint, joy while cleaning up the paint, and peace in more areas besides just hiding in the bathroom. Yes. It is possible to love God, love others, and enjoy it. Hi, welcome back to Fruit Pursuit. And today is episode 38 called The Good Old Days. I think that with everything going on right now in our world, that it would be easy for us to decide that the good old days are coming, and the good old days are behind us, but they aren't right now. Well, I hope by the end of this episode, I'll be able to at least convince you to consider that maybe these are the good old days right now. And in looking at them that way, we don't want to miss them. In Joshua 4, verses 21 through the end of the chapter, it says, It says, That you may fear the Lord, your God, forever. That verse is a reminder that Joshua had the people of Israel set up a memorial to remind them of the good old days, the times in their life where God had really done something miraculous, had shown up strong, had provided for them in an unusual way they were the things worth remembering. They were the stories to tell their children's children's children of God's faithfulness to them. And it's easy for us to look at those types of stories and say, oh yeah, those were the good old days when God did amazing miracles. And we look back and it's easy to forget that there was a need for a miracle. There was an immense fear. There was immense suffering and pain. There was long days that they had traveled. There was striving for 40 years of time, waiting to get into the promised land. And all of that took place in in order so that they would be set up for God to show his glory and for that miracle to happen. And it all just depends on how you look at it. Did they think back in Israel's time, before they crossed the Jordan, that they were in that moment of what would be considered one of the the times in the Bible that's the good old days, the times of prophets, of miracles, of amazing changes in nature that God provided for His people? were they living with the kind of excitement that would be indicative of people who who were laying down history that would be pre- repeated for thousands of years to come actually i doubt it i imagine that they were cooking their food and going to the bathroom and keeping their kids from getting too dusty in the desert and All kinds of things. They were focused on the everyday stuff. They were focused on getting all their sacrifices right and making sure that they had clean clothes to wear and figuring out what they were going to make with manna that they hadn't made before because they were sick of the stuff and all kinds of mundane little things. I imagine that they didn't really think in that moment that, wait, I am living in the good old days. I'm living in the days that people will forever look back and say, Oh, I wish I could have participated in that amazing time of the Lord. And yet there's plenty of people that say, Hey, I wish I could, I wish I could have been there for the Red Sea parting or the Jordan River stopping and allowing them to go over on dry ground. That would have been so neat to see. The trouble is, if you were going to be there for those events, you had to be there for some of the suffering that went along to lead up to those events. And we wouldn't always want to be there for that part, right? So I hope that I can give you some examples of some times in my life that I look back on and see, oh, these are these were the good old days, and show you both sides of how they were sweet and also the hard. And maybe they'll help you to reflect on some times in your life that have been both wonderful and difficult at the same time and then the goal is to switch our perspective today and look and see how can we make today be one of the good old days that we re- we start out remembering this is the moment in history where god does something great that's the goal all right so let's start with some stories some fun stories from uh when my children were little, I, as I was preparing for this podcast, I was thinking about, you know, when I think of the good old days, what stories pop up in my mind of, of sweet memories, sweet, sweet memories with my family. One classic one I think of as being a really sweet memory is when my children were young, we took them all to Acadia National Park. If you don't know, that is a park up just south of Bahaba, Maine, and um, back when we were living up north, and we went up there to camp for a week. There were so many, uh, it was such a beautiful area, but and I remember it fondly, sweet memories uh, of connecting with the children, of lots of smiling, of enjoying the time. But what I haven't told you is that that was also probably the most infamous camping trip that we went on. Um, We went on two really hard camping trips. That was the first one where we, our our vehicle broke down before we ever went camping. And we had to, our big 12 passenger van broke down. We had to put it in the shop and we borrowed a 12-passenger van from the, ch- from the church where we lived and worked. And so we all piled in to be able to still go on our vacation, and um, we had bikes on the back of the van. And so we had, I think, four strapped to the back of the van because we wanted to do some of the bike paths that were there. And um, Renna had just been born. She was, I mean, she could walk around. So she was probably like one or one and a half, something like that which would mean that my oldest child, that would be six kids, and the oldest child, um, Jonathan, was seven. He was seven. And so I have six kids, seven and under, my husband and I, and two of my sisters that went. Somehow we managed to pack enough bikes for everybody in the van. (laughs) With four on the back, we stopped at a, at a little rest area one day and to do some hiking on a trail and on our way out of the rest area, we actually, uh, hit a speed bump going too fast. And it, um, when the van bumped the cord that was holding the bikes on the back of the van snapped and all four bikes fell off onto the road while we were driving. So we stopped, we went back, we picked them up and it turns out two of the bikes were damaged and needed to be fixed in order to be able to use them. So we drove into town, found a bike shop, pulled parked on the side of the road, took the two damaged bikes in. They said they could fix them, no problem, and we were just going to wait. So we did that. We we waited for the bikes to be fixed. And while we were waiting, we went and got something to eat, came back, the bikes are all done, hooray, we get back in the van, and it won't start. So the bikes are broken, the van doesn't start. So then with our six kids and four adults, so we got 10 people on this camping trip, we um, rented two taxis to take us back to our campsite so that we could get there and sleep we had a tow truck come and pick up the van and take that to a to a shop so that it could be repaired and then there we were kind of stuck at the campsite because we couldn't go anywhere and it also decided to rain like a lot now any of you who have been camping with young kids know that young kids and camping and lots of rain are not a good combination and i have heard so many stories of parents who have been like yeah we're not doing this and just packing up and headed home but even if we had wanted to pack up and head home which i'm not sure that we would have done anyway we were we were ready for the challenge we couldn't because the van was in the shop and we couldn't actually drive home so There we were at our campsite, hanging up tarps over everything to try and stay dry while we're kind of stranded there. We can't go any other places and do anything, and so we're trying to keep them entertained. And there were some really challenging things about that camping trip. It was a lot of work. I remember, you know, like if I go back and I try to remember it accurately, I remember being so tired, so tired. And yet, I look back and I think, it's one, it's one of my favorite memories. It has such a good story of, I mean, you couldn't make this stuff up. There were so many different details of what happened that didn't work correctly, that it was almost laughable. And yet we had such precious moments. We Went and saw a movie. We never go and see a movie while we're on a camping trip. We had pizza. We took taxis. My children had never ridden in taxis. We played games at the picnic tables and colored pictures. And I have a, a very specific memory of my sister Jane standing on my husband's shoulders trying to get a tarp tied high enough on a telephone pole to be able to... Um, have the rain run off the the other side, but us be able to walk under the tarp while we were around the picnic tables. So there's all these pleasant things. And yet in the moment, there was a lot that was hard, right? All right, so let me give you another example. Another example is more recently, I have the memory of last year, when we moved into this house that we are in now, the whole thing Needed work, but I knew without a shadow of a doubt that one thing I wanted to do before we moved all our furniture in was paint everything, just get some paint on the walls so that when the furniture came in, I could do touch up later with furniture, but it's a whole lot easier to paint everything without furniture. So, what we did was we signed the contract, and then the children and I moved into the house and all slept in sleeping bags in one room while we cleaned and painted almost every other room in the house we we worked on the house for probably 3 or 4 weeks before we actually ended up with everything in the house like all the boxes and all the stuff and it was hard work i was sore i was tired We were all practically sleeping on top of each other in one room. There were a lot of difficult things that were were going on. We had kind of haphazard meals. There was, um, we kept finding problems that we didn't know we had before. And so during that time, we were trying to paint the house. We also replaced the, heating and air conditioning system. Actually, we replaced two heating and air conditioning systems. We discovered that my shower was broken, all kinds of things that were going on. That in the moment, I thought, oh, this is hard. Like, I was having a good time in some respects, but I was was struggling in others. And so, but when I look back, I think, oh, that was such a good memory. It was so precious to be able to spend that time with my kids then to to enjoy working together, working hard together, using that teamwork, having a good time um, painting together, then learning new skills, getting new new things, um, having plenty of food, there was something precious about all being in the same room together at night and just laying down at the same time and all going to bed at the same time and getting up at the same time. There was a simplicity about it too, that there wasn't a lot of stuff to clean aside from the work we were doing. And so we were all kind of united and focused on what we were working on. And so I look back and I think of that time last year where we were working so hard as the good old days. This was precious time. I could list a whole lot more I could talk to you about the time that we took a three week trip with five little kids, six and under, all the way to from New Hampshire to Oklahoma, for three weeks to my brother's wedding, I could talk about how the good old days include lots and lots of house hunting. The good old days include sitting around a campfire last week that I didn't really want to start. The good old days include renovating our previous home where we lived in that house for three weeks without a kitchen while it was getting renovated and we did we gutted practically the whole thing. Um, The good old days include Doing homeschool when my kids were little and I have the memory of having all of the desks in the living room and having a little school space in there that both functioned because it was in the main area, but also had a place for their things to go and countless more. In the moment, there was plenty to be annoyed about, to fret about and concerns to dwell on up to my eyeballs. And yet I think of them fondly. What was awful? What was nice? It's it's really all in our perspective, isn't it? And I want to encourage you that we have the same choice today, about today. All too often, we don't notice that it's the good old days until they're past. We, we, we look back and we're like, oh, that's what they were. But what if we could look today as this is the good old days and not and not have to wait until it's gone? What if we could take pleasure in the weather that we're getting or in extra time with our families or in deeper relationships while we're working on worthy causes? What if we could see the benefits that our children are going to have as a result of having to adapt and do school differently and or taking time off from sports to focus on different things? or being forced to not get their way, what kind of gifts and strength are they going to develop as a result of going through this trial? You know, there's always going to be things to worry about, needs that need meeting, but there's sweet moments too. I'm challenged today to think of these things these days as sweet. My family's together. My sister is with us. We have a friend that we're getting to know as well that's with us. My kids love that they're homeschooling again. We're tackling some projects around the house. We have plenty of food. I'm getting plenty of rest. My husband isn't sick anymore. He was for almost three weeks, but he's not right now. And I'm so thankful for that. My boys, earlier today, in fact, were just voluntarily cleaning their room. I don't know what kind of ill they are, but... (laughs) I guess it got finally so bad that they, and they wanted to be distracted from their schoolwork that they went in there and they organized it and cleaned it and rearranged furniture and vacuumed. So that's a good day right there. And I want to encourage you that today is a gift and we have the opportunity to remember it now as a gift. It'll only get sweeter with time. And finally, Proverbs 11.25 says, whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and one who waters will himself be watered. In these days, in these good old days, let's live and give with a heart of goodness and joy to others. Let's have a contagious spirit of the goodness of God that we share out to the people around us. So that we can not only look back and say, hey, those were some good old days, but we can be fully present right now to the goodness of God. And as we give out of the abundance of the goodness of God to us, as we give that out to others, it does come back to you, to us. God restores our spirits. He helps us to feel that joy. He pours into our lives from others and And even the things that he brings to our mind help us to feel encouraged. So I hope this encourages you today to consider how can you look at the circumstances and the things that you're going through right now as moments that you will look back on and think that they were some of the sweetest moments in your life and then enjoy them today as some of the sweetest moments in your life. That will make an extra special, pleasant memory in times to come. And you have the added bonus of glorifying God in how you're handling a a situation and to be thankful in all circumstances. All right, well, that is our episode for today about the good old days. Thanks for listening. If you haven't subscribed to the Fruit Pursuit podcast over on iTunes, I encourage you to hit the subscribe button, download some, some episodes. And um, as well as you can also check out right now, I have a mom's group called Moms in Control on Facebook. If you're looking for some real practical suggestions right now to help support you during difficult circumstances, you can check out that group. There's some great videos in there for you as well. I think that's all for today. And I look forward to talking with you more next week as we start into the idea of peace. So it's actually going to tie in very nicely to this week's, but a little bit, we're taking it a little bit differently, Uh, but we'll be discussing how to have peace and life-changing peace that comes from really believing in the goodness of God. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. You've been listening to Fruit Pursuit with Mary Aldrich, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. To hear more great ways of growing your mindset in the fruit of the Spirit, please subscribe. You can listen to other episodes and find additional resources at fruitpursuitpodcast.com. To learn more about Mary Aldrich and the coaching work she is so passionate about, visit maryaldrichcoaching.com. And by the way, what one next step are you taking today?